0: faces, heels, and tweeners. Sunday night's main event proudly brings to you the East Coast podcasting champions of the world, Brad the Dad and Greg Father Feltham, your smack daddies. Hello, friends, and welcome to your Smackdown review for Sunday night's main event. As uh, Miss Big Voice said, I am Brad the Dad, and running shotgun with me is my tag team partner, Greg Father Feltham. Bless you, my son. Or should I call you Greg Zinger Feltham? It's been one of those days. Yep, you were uh, you were lighting up a group chat tonight and getting some chuckles. I was definitely getting uh, some chuckles, whether they were my own or not, I don't know. I was snoozing, because it was just one of those weeks where... I managed to get an entire week's worth of work in by Wednesday. Listen,
1: that's not a bad thing if you have Thursday and Friday off.
0: No, which yeah. I did not. See, <laughs> so there's... I went in and did this like five hours each sucks. day. Yep. And yeah, and that was all that was sucking this week. It was just this whole week of of nonsense. And anyways, at the end of it, it was like, ugh. So I like vegged out today and then apparently sp- Fell asleep. This is the second time I have fallen asleep in the middle of the day this week.
1: Um.
0: Wow. Uh, that It's been that kind of week. Yep. Uh, and you are a little under the weather as well. You are recovering from a sinus infection, I hope, at this point. Yes, uh, this is sinus infection, too, since Christmas. So, um,
1: yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying my antibiotics and... Um, yogurt i i i feel like um i'm i feel like i'm a walking wellness policy violation right now so
0: and yogurt i'm gonna guess yogurt you would need if you got the antibiotics you need something going into your gut maybe a probiotic no you know what i don't do yogurt
1: wow yeah it's yogurt is never one of those i I don't like the texture so no yeah i'm not a
0: yogurt guy all right then let me recommend the little ones that come in a pill
1: Uh, Yes, yes, I have those um, when I remember to take them.
0: Yeah, it's the that is the I don't mind antibiotics for the sense of they make me feel better. I just don't like my stomach feeling like it's going to revolt.
1: See, I never have that problem with antibiotics. So, yeah, I guess I'm lucky. I don't know.
0: Yeah, this comes back to a few years ago when we had the cat and it bit me. Uh, right, right. yeah and i ended up on and uh, that and yeah that was my it was like oh my god i like like i have a pretty iron stomach except for that and that yeah. one was the one that killed me it was, it was just awful greg it's just yep but so i'm glad you don't have that issue i am glad that you were out so you ended up leaving our local uh uh lacrosse team tonight a little early
1: yes i left at the half and uh we turned the game on on uh in the car and uh Put on the, the video feed in the car while we were driving. Of course I wasn't following the video feed, but uh I was able to to hear it and uh it got tight, like the end of the game. Um, you know, Thunderbirds came within one of winning with five point seven seconds, I think, left in the game. Uh they played behind the whole game against Georgia. Uh it, it was up and down for a while there, but yeah, it was uh it was an interesting game. Um I, I, I wish we'd gotten the win there, but um yeah. Uh, you win some, you lose some, but man, there was some beautiful goal earlier uh, in that game. Um, I, I kind of likened it to if, if Thunderbirds had come back and won it there, it felt very TSN turning point of the game type goals. Um, so, you know, break out your Jim Van Horns um, and, uh, and uh, the uh, beautiful mustache that that man had. Um, but that, yeah, that's, that's, um that was uh, some some great things to see but uh yeah
0: we usually do a lot of good things in canada but tsn the vintage tsn um yeah it's like our espn only this was cheesy and like just it was like mid 90s greg oh yeah and, and and it was like gold and the weird jackets and the whole bit oh yeah i mean
1: uh jim van horn was i think one of my favorite... um um you know broadcasters for TSN they don't know why um but he he always was one of those guys that uh, I always enjoyed watching when when he was on TSN and uh yeah it's it's kind of you know it's sad that he's it it you know he left TSN in 2001 22 years ago 23 years ago
0: and like, still has the best mustache of all time uh,
1: definitely I mean so we're starting an argument here right because someone is going to come back and I can't argue with this but someone's going to say uh, what about Alex Trebek's mustache and I'm like Ooh. you know what Canadian mustache ah, I mean it's hard yeah hard when you go that.
0: when you go into wrestling you got to think about Rick Rude that was a man with a glorious he had a glorious mustache yeah but he wasn't Canadian hmm okay so that's the i'm trying to think of like another canadian with yeah but it was so you have to think what these guys are all like anchor man level mustaches uh yeah i'm sure we have some sort of canadian works in the adult uh industry that i'm unfamiliar with and uh he Uh, has quite a mustache
1: you know that uh that could be possible as well um yeah, I don't know if um, if anyone can fill us in on something like that. It's not something I'm really familiar with. Yeah, but, uh, n- y- neither, you know, Jack neither Lee, am I. Jack Lee oh, yeah. had, a nice, had a, a nice mustache too, right? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of great Canadian mustaches out there. And then any. all you have Lanny to do McDonald's.
0: is... Yeah. All you right? have to do, though, is look at Canadian playoffs, uh, playoffs played on any Canadian sports team, specifically hockey, and you'll see some terrible mustaches. Like, to this day, Sidney Crosby cannot grow facial hair. Uh, mm,
1: Yeah, I was going to say, the one that I think that's even worse than that is that Austin Matthews mustache mm. thing that he had going on. How did we get on a topic of talking about mustaches here on a Friday night? Because, I know I brought it on from Jim Van horn I get it, but like, what the hell?
0: Well, it's because we don't want to. Like, this was such a filler SmackDown that I kind of am like, it's going to take us four minutes to do this review, Greg. Like, uh, well, the only—I th- mean, when it took what is it, thirty-eight minutes or something
1: to start the show? Like,
0: yeah, this this show. Anyways, well, yeah, the the first thirty-eight minutes are a, a thing. So before we get into that. I realize that we are covering WWE programming, but there is a big event happening this weekend. And I think it might be the first ever wrestling retirement that may stick as 60-year-old Steve Borden is calling it a career. The end of an era, Greg, about Sting. Uh, Yes, and we never get the Undertaker match, which makes me sad. Which will make me sad for a long time. Yep. So if you were going to look... Back at what you saw of Sting's career, and I know we're in Canada, so we didn't get as much of the Superstation or WCW. Is there one, like, do you have a Sting moment that you would be like, hmm, this is the thing I remember about Sting? Or, like, or are you just going to remember him at WrestleMania with the, like, band, the Japanese drummers in his war paint, uh, drumming him to the ring?
1: No, I mean,. So I remember, like, my first memories of Sting was the, um, you know, the black uh, holding the baseball bat. Um, I don't know. I don't know what best. What's that? That phase called? Like the, the crow. Sting? Is, that the, is crow? that the crow? Yeah. Yeah. The crow sting. That's what I remember. Um, and then, of course, like, I've I've seen some of the footage of Surfer Sting, which to me is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is like 80 steroids, um, you know, on crack, like, uh, which I mean, is the theme of tonight's show. Um, so, I mean, that makes sense and and a great tie in. But yeah, like I, I, for me, it's the uh, I remember Sting as the dropping from the Raptors with Rafters, not Raptors. Sorry, I know it's Friday. I'm sure there's basketball on that your wife and your son were watching um and uh you know him with the baseball bat that's that's kind of the the sting that I used to watch a little bit as a kid I mean we used to get some some uh WCW I used to watch a little bit of it but uh you know not a not a whole whole lot so
0: yeah I think of a little bit of Tna sting because the next thing was when he was a Tna uh whether it was main event mafia or Joker sting I think yeah. he had a lot of fun in In uh, TNA. And then you think about some of the guys he clashed with, like Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle. Like, he had some banger matches there. And it's like, you just... I'm really happy for his sake that he didn't end his career barely able to stand after taking a bad buckle bomb. And is going to go out probably losing to the Young Bucks, he says. I can't imagine sting going out and winning his last match um you know
1: what i could actually see them having him win his last match wow that... on top um i know it's not the traditional way to do it but i think that yeah i think it's i think it might happen
0: okay th- rick flair bumps this weekend over under one over
1: over yeah yeah i think wow it's, yeah i think i mean if you if you said over under 0. 0.5 i'd be like
0: yeah over for sure
1: yeah rick flair is definitely taking i think a bump this weekend
0: okay what about 1.5 no under yeah okay, yeah so he, he you yeah, think, think one bump? one yeah i think he's getting that one bump man this is like that's I am less worried about Sting jumping off of a balcony and more worried about Ric Flair doing a flatback. Repelling from the rafters. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried about Ric Flair getting up on the apron, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Brad. Uh, Anything
1: can happen in AEW.
0: Yes, and uh, hopefully people show up for it. I mean, they've re- basically sold out that pay-per-view. And I yeah. hope lots of people watch it. And I hope Sting gets, that's one last cherry on top of a great career so that Sting can say, yeah, you guys can't sell out a Wednesday, but I'm here for you. Yeah, I got you. I got you, peeps. Okay, Greg, shall we go into w- the promo SmackDown?
1: Uh, yeah, We, I guess we should. Uh, of course, I know what your next question is going to be. What episode of SmackDown is this, right? It's been... It's, it's like been a-, a little while since we've done this. So, yep. you know, I, I, I would have to tell you, Brad, this is episode 1280 from um, Glendale, Arizona, 10 miles down the road from Phoenix.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, who knew that it was the home of recreational drugs? The crack and meth capital of the U.S.? Yes, according um, to The Rock. Which I can't wait to see what kind of statistics the Rock looks up in as he goes town to town.
1: Uh, do you know what? I think this is becoming my new favorite segment in WWE. Um, what? How can the Rock insult people, uh, insult the town that he's in?
0: Well, you know what's not my favorite thing is when we're going to start with a recap. And Greg, boy, what a recap. Oh, it was. It was recap number one. <laughs> <laughs> It went on forever.
1: Yeah, it did. This one just kept going and going and going.
0: So we start with five minutes of that, and then what? Seven and a half minutes of Bloodline walking down to the ring.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is long. This was. The, do you know what the best thing about this was, Brad? As we kind of set off the top, I was at the Thunderbirds. I left the Thunderbirds game started at eight local time here. So Thunderbird, so, so, but the halfway point was like nine 15, I think when I left the game, which is 15 minutes into Smackdown, I watched the Thunderbirds or I listened, my wife and kid watched the Thunderbirds as we drove, I drove home the 25 minutes, Mm -hmm. I got in the house, and I turned on the Thunderbirds on our TV, I went in, I got my MacBook out, put my MacBook, you know, uh, on On your lap. uh, On my lap and turned on SmackDown at that point. So I'm talking 45, 50 minutes into the show. And I just hit that fast forward 30 second button button like it was going out of style.
0: Well, and nothing is accomplished till the first commercial break. The bloodline comes out. We get acknowledge me and Roman's not feeling it. He's not getting the crowd reaction. He does it three times and then he's going to leave. And then Paul's like, no, "No, no, no, the rock's coming out." I kind of wish he'd left at that point.
1: I'd <laughs> love for one of these nights, Rock's like, "You know what? Screw you, I'm done. Have a good one, guys."
0: It was it was hilarious. So he comes out after the commercial. We get the rock in his like. I'm gonna say it's an Armani shirt. It is '90s riffic rock. Yep, one hundred percent. So. This is where we find out that they're 10 minute miles away from Phoenix, which is the number one city for crack and meth in America. Yeah, God bless America. Greg, I now know where our next vocation is going to be.
1: Um, It sounds good. I mean, is there an AEW event there that we can go to and think that we're going to get to see Sasha Banks at?
0: Mm, Probably not, but I bet you we could get really cheap seats and really close to the front maybe (laughs) oh poor AEW. anyways the rock is like just laughing he's having a good time he's in a good mood and he's talking about how they're all in a good mood the bloodline's in a good mood look this is solo's happy face oh my gosh the camera pans in (laughs) almost broke i think the rock was trying to break him and the crowd wants Rock to challenge Cody, and he said, No, I am not going to wrestle you. Instead, I want to wrestle you and your clown friend, Seth freaking Rollins, at WrestleMania. And if we win, if you win, the bloodline will not be there on the second night of WrestleMania. But if we win, it's going to be bloodline rules, and I'm going to sit ringside in my steel chair. And when I feel like it, I'm going to get up and just wallop you with it. Dude, bloodline rules basically is what we've been running with for two, almost three years. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. That's without formally calling it that. Yeah. And then the only weird tension we got was at the end when the rock was to calling for the end and Roman wants him to acknowledge him. He'll do anything for the family. And rock says he'll do anything for the family. And he acknowledges Roman as the tribal chief. Removing all tension, he says uh, with a wink and a nod, and yeah, then the Rock does. If you smell, and then he turns the mic over to Roman with the Bloodline is cooking, and Rock. Everybody does finger in the air except for the Rock, who does the weird L thing. Hopefully, the kid is thumb not Brand Greg or is he dropping a hint?
1: Um, I, I'm starting to wonder whether or not he's got like that invisible <laughs> kines tape on it, like Solo has, where it's taped up. That's that's my kind of current theory. Um, but thank you, Rock, for giving us uh, Rock and Roman for giving us the episode of tonight's SmackDown. Ooh, what's the title, Greg? The If You Smell What the Bloodline Is Cooking. Okay, I, I, it, it was a close, close. Uh, it closely nudged out. Um, crack a me- uh, meth. <laughs>
0: SmackDown brought to you by Crack and Meth. Yeah. Wait, is that one of the states? Is like Arizona one of the more liberal states? Is that one of the ones where you can get? I had, no, I don't
1: think so. I don't even think marijuana is legal recreationally in Arizona. But a you know what? I'm gun... going to a crack research
0: team on it. Guns are. Well, I mean, it's America. So I went into. I was there at, in Phoenix, and I and I went out to get food. I arrived for a conference. And so I wandered down the street. The first place I could find was some Mexican place. And they got takeout. So I I grab, a little, I grab a burrito. It looks great. And then the guy's running me through, and he's like, would you like some beer? I was like, oh, yeah. It's Arizona. I could buy it at the store. So I walk around, get some Coronas, probably the thing. He's like, well, if you're buying beer, do you want some fireworks to go with it? I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm just staying at the hotel on the street. And then he's like you know what else we happen to sell here firearms would you like a gun i'm like i'm canadian he's like we probably still get you a gun yeah yeah
1: um it's like that line from the simpsons celebrate uh, this country by blowing up a small piece of it um yeah so our crack research team has come back and told us that the safe and smart act passed with a 60 percent vote on november 3rd 2020 Possession and cultivation of cannabis became legal on November 30th, 2020, when the results of the election were certified.
0: So what you're telling me is in the middle of COVID, people in Arizona could start growing weed. Yes.
1: Yeah, state licensed sale of recreational cannabis began, began January 22nd, 2021, making Arizona the quickest state in U.S. history to be, begin retail sales after recreationalizing uh, marijuana.
0: And I bet you if I went back to that store, I could probably buy fireworks, firearms, booze, burritos, and pot. Yep. All of those things you should be able to get in one stop. One stop, Arizona. Greg, Mm -hmm. what about this 40 minutes? Was this must-see television or, oh, my God, why did this go 40 minutes?
1: Um, While I really enjoyed the Rock—or, sorry, Roman Reigns by himself and kind of wish he just was like, yeah, no, I'm good— and uh you know went out on that um cuz that would have been really funny um I, I enjoyed it once the rock showed up and the rock just kind of ran down everything so i would um uh, i would definitely enjoy it from that point forward if i was watching this um again a second time but yeah there's beyond that i probably would not be uh looking at too much into that
0: yeah it was just long but if you can get away with filling 40 minutes of television and selling out arenas with this kind of shtick, good for you. And they can. Oh, and and The Rock running down all the places he sold out. Like, yeah. just, just having fun. Uh, not having so much fun was Grayson Waller and Austin Theory, who are watching How Logan Paul Screwed Randy Orton. And LA Knight walks through. He's looking for AJ. That becomes a reoccurring storyline that only really comes up, what, once more? yeah um and i don't know if that was because
1: this damn first two segments took forever (laughs) and then they had to start cutting shit so
0: my favorite is when randy orton walks in and you know what's scarier than psycho evil randy orton happy randy orton who just smiles and is laughing at these two idiots and says he's in such a good mood he'll fight he'll let them pick which one he's going to fight later on and for some reason grayson Waller. Is smarter than an Australian. He volunteers theory. Theory's like, what's up with this man? Like between here and Australia, like, dude. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I I can't even argue with this. Um, Randy Orton being pissed off, or sorry, Randy Orton being funny was is the
0: ultimate scary now. Yeah, he is terrifying, and. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could see it from Waller's thing. You get a main event with Randy Orton. How bad yeah. could that be? Bad. I mean, you're definitely losing. Yeah. How bad could that be? Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely losing. Uh, speaking of how bad could that be, we have Naomi versus Tiffany Stratton. And the first thing I thought of was, uh-oh.
1: So honest to God, I didn't realize Naomi was in this match on because I fast-forwarded through the <laughs> beginning part here because I knew how long it was going to take for this to actually get going. I was like, "Who the hell do they have her in with?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's Naomi." Um, yeah this this is uh, you're just getting fed at this point to Tiffany.
0: Yeah, and and Naomi does a great job. She does the car wear early on show, and she gets a there's a great move. But I mean, we start seeing Tiffany's like she a delayed dropkick by Naomi and then uh, Naomi has uh gets a face buster. There's just like, there's some great stuff by Naomi early, but in the end, this is all just the Tiffy show. Even her taking that bump on the edge of the apron was like a, like, a, uh, I don't even know what to think like a pile driver. Like it looked wretched. Like she went down, but Tiffany, rake to the eyes, throws Naomi into the corner and hits her prettiest moonsault ever. These two women have great chemistry. I said uh-oh off the top. uh, Sorry, let's try that again. I said uh-oh off the top, Greg. But it wasn't an uh-oh, it was a wow! Yeah, I just...
1: I think that Naomi... I don't think Naomi needs to be in this right now. I think that they need... I think they need Tiffany Stratton to look strong and build her more. Um, but I, I don't think Naomi needs to be in here at this point. And I, I don't even know who she needs to be fed. Like, is this enhancement talent out there? I mean, she does a lot of cool stuff uh, from the gymnastics background. I know she may, uh, you know, she she obviously needs more time to develop in, in some of the wrestling stuff that she does. Um But I I, I don't know yet if this is the right place um, that I'm 100% behind this yet.
0: Okay, here's the better question. Why did Naomi come back? That is my question for you, Greg. Like, she She, is lower.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of exactly what I'm saying. Like, this doesn't make any sense to me as to why Naomi is in this position.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get why Tiffany's in this position because she's trying to build her. You do have other women on this roster that can take, they can eat pins. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. if and if not, just do what they did with uh, later on the show. Just pull up some some poor person from NXT and <laughs> feed them to the to the star. Well, that's exactly what they could do, right? Oh boy! So, Greg, we get a bonus recap. So, recap number two. <laughs> Dude, isn't this didn't we see this already? Uh I don't even remember what this was that This was the that. this was the uh damage control breakup. Oh yeah. The and we literally breakup. saw I like I feel like this is them like working on the WrestleMania package.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of things here tonight that um I felt was WrestleMania but early. I yeah. don't know if that makes sense. And this, this whole um, you know, I'll let you talk about the match first before I continue on that no, no. thought.
0: But no, no, but it was Kabuki Wars versus Bailey and Dakota Kai. Bailey starts off, she gets isolated, there's lots of double teaming. Bailey and Dakota bump heads, that doesn't count as a tag, even though they made physical contact, which doesn't make any sense, except for the fact that they're going to isolate Bailey so that she can make a diving tag. Dakota can jump down and they can beat the crap out of her. Greg, you're being very kind because I was waiting. If you were a Marvel fan at all, I was waiting for you to yell on my, on your left because you were like literally going to when Captain America. And, um, uh, the new Captain America, uh, formerly the Falcon was running and, you know, Steve Rogers is just lapping them. Poor Sam Wilson lapped and lapped and lapped. You were, you've been calling it for weeks. You don't trust Dakota Kai. I was trusting. You were like, she's trifling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. No, this was, this was something that should have been set up at and, and happened at WrestleMania this turn. This is a big build thing. Um, and I know Bailey's gonna take on uh Dakota Kai at WrestleMania. Or no, uh, gonna take on EO, sorry, EO Sky at WrestleMania. My apologies. But this this happened too fast to do that build. Um to, to to for what we've had up to this point. So I'm not really happy with this. I wish that they had done something different here. Um, but this was a WrestleMania type moment that you that Unfortunately is not happening here now because of what they've done here and how they've booked uh Bailey to, to happen later. So uh
0: yeah, I'm not yeah. Well, and the worst part is you can't do what makes sense, which is at this point Bailey is outnumbered and she should start picking them off. But you can't take out the Kabuki Warriors before WrestleMania because they're gonna wrestle for the women's tag titles. Right. so dude it was but yeah you're being very kind you've been calling this for weeks bailey gets destroyed and now she has no friends and she's gonna have to try and win this title on her own yeah yeah so and i mean here's the thing
1: i i don't know if it was just me and i missed it i didn't hear a bell to end this match this was this this match match match
0: just just kind of ended it was a schmoz Yeah.
1: yeah I mean, and and that's fine and good. I don't know why it ended, because,
0: yeah. Th- why didn't they just pin, why didn't somebody hit a finisher, Bailey gets pinned, and then they mean mug on top of her like they did? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, no, no. It, listen, it's no weirder than Damage Control walking up and coming in contact with Jade. Like, where's that going? Yeah. Yeah. A, j-
1: it's, we're gonna start the like Bailey this, and
0: Jade friendship.
1: It's like this um, WWE is right now seems to be putting everything eh, on on myth on speed, right? Like some of these storylines are are very
0: sped up, and yeah. Well, we, we're they're trying to set up the card so they can sell both those nights, uh, dude. You just made the joke about speed. Speaking of speed, Braun Breaker versus Zion Quinn. And I had to rewind twice to get poor Zion's name because I don't think the announcer said his name more than once when it came up and was titled. Was this match at all of five seconds? Uh, Give me one sec. I did see a uh, a number on that. So uh, Braun Breaker spears him and that's it. And then on commentary, we have the best. I don't know if it was Wade or if it was Corey. who said, hey, you want to watch that match again? And then they played the entire match again. Bell rings. Uh, spear out of his boots. Good job, Zion Quinn. You made Bron Breaker look like a million bucks.
1: Uh, I'm just trying to pull. I did get a number on it. I scrolled past it, so I'm just trying to go back one second.
0: Okay, See, well, what here? Go. And, well, I'll cover the recap.
1: I was going to say, here's the thing. Me looking for it is longer than what longer than the match.
0: match was. Okay, recap number three was your LWO and how Ray got hurt. Uh, eight. Eight.
1: Sorry, I found it as you did that. 8.23
0: seconds. Yeah, um, my sound is, my sound effect was longer than the the
1: match. So, for the record, this actually is still uh almost triple the length of the long of the shortest match in WWE. With that Aaliyah match where she lost in three point one seven seconds.
0: No, she won three. But did she win in the three se-
1: one seconds? She,
0: yeah, she was. Wasn't she like Aaliyah three sixteen or something like that? Three one seven or whatever her number was. Uh, she she beat Daddy. Yes.
1: yes, it was for the tag titles. Yes, you're right. My apologies. Where she won in three point one seven seconds.
0: So Aaliyah. You know, got released after that, but she still holds the record. Yeah, Aliyah made her sack down singles debut against Natty. So yeah. her run was almost as, as long
1: as her shortest match. Yeah. So so I mean at eight they say this one was? Eight point uh eight point two three seconds. So I mean it's it's still like almost three times as long as the shortest match in WWE history. So Braun, you got better work you gotta do. Dude, I hope Braun's run is longer than Aliyah's, Though, I think so. I think that's gonna happen. I mean, that's that's a
0: given. But so I think this was like our longest match of the show, which was Carlito versus Santos in a street fight. I thought we were still talking about the Braun match. My bad. No, that Braun match, dude. I'm 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 done. They did the LWO recap. We get to the match. The guys are both in jeans, which I love the fact that they're dressed differently because it's a street fight. It's a little yeah. thing. The little things Escobar takes one terrible throws Carlito in for one bad bump and then hits him with a great bump steps and uh, Escobar does a dive which knocks the apple out so we don't get the apple spot yet we have a clever garbage can spot I love how Escobar goes to cover his head after being hit with the garbage can once and instead Carlito puts it over his head and then whaps it with the chair whaps the garbage can over his head with the chair. That was just great. Uh, This is where the dummy part comes in. Humberto and Garza get in and they hit a triple team move before the LWO gets involved at all. Yeah. Why, if this is a street fight, why weren't these guys out there at the beginning? Just so we could do run-ins because the crowd reacted to everybody coming out, especially Rey Mysterio, came out in crutches. Garza and Humberto are laughing at him. Um... But when they come up, they realize Ray is not actually hurt. He swings; he just pummels those guys with that crutch. He gets in the ring, gets in the face, Santos. But Santos gets blasted with the apple. Ray gets him on the rope, six one nine into a spinebuster through a table, and the LWO celebrates. Yeah, I where is it is going, Greg? Like, is San, no. does Santos get another guy, and we get like? Everybody in this match at WrestleMania. So
1: this is I'm gonna go back and say the exact same thing I said when we were talking about the Bailey um thing. This is another WrestleMania moment that they gave away here on Free TV on the first of March in Crackhead, Arizona. <laughs> like, okay, great. Like the Rey Mysterio return should have been a WrestleMania moment. Him coming out and Pummeling on someone with crutches this was the wrestlemania moment
0: that we're missing and why are we speeding all this shit up? six man tag as a street fight and have ray get involved yeah exactly. have his boys get beat down and have him come out and crutches to save them and him save the day and yeah no this is it was a wrestlemania match except they said eh today yeah your favorite tag team, at least the best name in wrestling, New Catch Republic. Oh, God. <laughs> I just that's like, get the look at your face. They want a match. Alda says that him and Pierce are working on how they're what they're gonna deal with the tag titles. And LA Knight wanders through, and Alda says that you know our boy AJ's at home. So okay. AJ's at home and he's gonna wrap the chair around his neck and make him wear it like a hat. Okay. All right, he- here's my question. This is the most important
1: part of what I got out of this segment. I need to know what was on Nick Aldous's lapel pin. <laughs> so in the comments, I'd like for someone to tell me, and this is, Berkey, I'm talking to you here, okay? Sean Burkhead.
0: Screenshot Listen, it, zoom it in, say, and then tell us.
1: Take off your tinfoil hat for me do what brad says screenshot zoom that in you know have that picture uh the resolution fixed in it and tell me what's on this damn pin because i need to know
0: graphic expert sean burkhead you're on the clock there is canadian snacks that will be shipped to you in a in another after we lose another bet to you that can be sent there so we you guys can win the churchill cup till the cows come home but we can't we can't win a simple bet with Sean Burkhead. I mean, uh, it took us six months to pay for it. So he deserves to tease us forever. Oh, 100%. Okay. So <laughs> this is our main event. Austin Theory versus Randy Orton.
1: Yeah. With Kevin
0: was. Owens on commentary. The yeah. best part of this match was Kevin Owens.
1: Oh, uh, Kevin Owens is a national treasure. Uh, just like our truth.
0: Yep orton is awesome dude orton on beating up austin theory he gets distracted and then orton gets dropped on the desk despite kevin owens's urges that that's not what he wanted we get a commercial break and then afterwards there is a crazy super perplex that almost goes wrong i think orton slipped or he reversed it or that that looked like it could have been disaster and kevin owens though Yo, it, it was came off as a great move. Kevin Owens covering, oh, you know, those ropes get slippery, and Austin Theory wears more baby oil than should be allowed. It was just great. And then Owens gets what he wants, and Theory gets dropped on the desk, and then Waller, and Kevin Owens is just like a little kid. It's so great! It's so great to have somebody... I didn't realize how amazing this was! Uh, and, and then we get a draping DDT that gets countered. I, I thought Orton was going to win earlier in this. And we get all this theory action where he like teases the draping DDT. And he does that thing where he dives through the middle rope and does a little somersault. And when he pops up to hit a move, he gets RKO'd into oblivion and Orton wins. Yeah. And then after yeah. the match, uh, Kevin Owens comes in for the save because we have Grayson Waller attacking Orton from behind. Owens gets one of them with a stunner and and then when he's about to get the other one and he counters, he gets countered right into an RKO and Kevin Owens and Randy Orton may not like each other but they have mutual respect. Maybe they'll go to a zoo together afterwards and celebrate everything being dads, being awesome but I have a funny feeling Logan Paul somehow getting involved and this is a three-way
1: um, That is entirely possible
0: and Austin Theory and Grayson Waller are also somehow going to get involved because the three way. There's no DQ, and those guys can eat stutters and and RKOs and take bumps like machines. Because both yeah. those guys, boy, can they bump! Like yeah, they Austin Theory, that was a that's gonna be that's one of those Randy Orton to highlight real uh, RKOs. Yeah, yeah, it really was. It was really cool. So, Greg. Like We flew through the SmackDown review. Not much happened on the SmackDown. This was kind of like your classic post-pay-per-view. You tune in to see some of the big story, big characters. But the wrestling on this show did not matter. Not really. Not really. But storylines were progressed on this show. They were. They 100% were. We are getting a tag match with Roman and The Rock versus Seth and Cody on Night One WrestleMania and if somehow Cody and Seth can win, the bloodline is not involved. And if they lose, the bloodline can basically do what they do best, which is insert random moose to save Roman. So I honestly, this this is really where
1: this one pains me. I honestly don't know which way I'd rather that
0: to go because I like both options. I love the idea of roman and rock building up another obstacle and cody and then just have all of these characters like when you think about all the people that have been screwed over by the bloodline yeah sammy kevin randy la Knight. like you could go down the list there's just an army of them if all of those guys say you know what's best for business seth like they they all just come out and say we're gonna attack the bloodline yeah and over and and bum rush them and overwhelm them.
1: So here's the thing, like I can see that that's kind of why I want Cody to lose in that first match. So that way it is bloodline rules. That way all these people can come out on the second night for
0: Cody to win and Does that makes sense yeah and a bunch of baby faces around the ring they've beaten down the bloodline they've driven them off and they're yeah. all around the ring when cody catches roman one two three and they're all around the ring and they kind of do the bret hart ending from wrestlemania 10 where they all roll into the ring and they pick up cody on their shoulders and carry him around and make a triumphant win for the baby face yeah that that could definitely be an ending it's, it, there's some there's a lot of good possibilities here and so even though this was much of like a much do about nothing smackdown i think we're going to you might we might be surprising people with how we feel about this with our uh, when we get out the scissors and we do our smackdown synopsis this is your smackdown So I have the Yaz and the Booze up, Greg. I am gonna let you. We're gonna quickly run through this. So first segment, I'm gonna break it into two pieces: okay. the Roman part and the Rock part. What yeah. do you want to do with the Roman part? Ooh. Wow! So you just cut the hell out of Ro- of Roman without the Rock.
1: Yeah, but it, when the, the segment doesn't really start till the Rock gets in the ring. Which means, what are you gonna do with the Rock part?
0: Yeah. Wow. I was figuring you might give me a sideways one and give me that small yeah. Uh no, I actually I laughed
1: a lot during the segment. So yeah, and it progressed the storyline, acknowledging you as my tribal chief. Um yeah,
0: I like this. So okay, Randy Orton in the back being a psycho. Yeah. Love this. we love it. It was great and if LA Knight would have gotten a few more of those walking behind, it would have been even better. Okay, Naomi versus Tiffany Stratton.
1: What's <sighs> I hate to say this didn't need to be on the show tonight. No, it was it was bad. It was just it was really bad. I don't How about, think it was bad. Um it, it was I filler. This. It, yeah, this was filler, and I mean you could have I know that the Rock segments go over; they always do, right? Um, except when they're up against the ten o'clock news and Fox. Uh, That's
0: it, the only time
1: it. that the Rock doesn't uh, Rock sp- doesn't run long. Um, but yeah, like this is one of those things I hate to say it that the one hundred percent
0: should have been cut out of the show. Damage control versus sorry, the Kabuki Warriors versus Bailey and Dakota Kai, and the turn of Dakota Kai.
1: I don't even know what to say with this. I think
0: this one is more like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's there. I don't think it's right to be happening right now. It needed Dakota Kai needed. We needed some more build that Bailey actually trusted Dakota because it never felt like she was fully invested. Yeah. Do you
1: know what? This should have happened in Australia at the PLE instead of the match that we got to kick off the show. This should have happened there. And I would have been okay with
0: this. Okay, hey, what about Jade just hanging out and facing off with damage control? Um, do you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm just going
1: to. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm okay with this because it still puts it out there in your head that Jade Cargill's still, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Jade Cargill. Um, I'm starting to wonder whether or not. I mean, I know she debuted at uh, Royal Rumble. But I don't know whether or not that they should have saved her for
0: uh, the night after WrestleMania. How about our squash match? Braun Breaker versus Zion Quinn. Braun just killing him in eight seconds.
1: Um, I'm gonna say. <gasps> I think this should be a WWE.com exclusive.
0: How about Carlito? L- Elb. Wait, we could tout this out, Brad. We could tout Well, literally, it, it's a clip on. You can see the whole match on Twitter right now. Carlito and Santo versus Santo street fight with all of the fun with the outside interference. Um. Wow. Yeah. That surprised me.
1: Yeah. Again, I don't, I, I debated whether or not to go. You know, full on. Yeah, here or just the yeah because again, one of those things that. Needed a bigger stage to have this on, um, because of the Rey Mysterio return. If it wasn't for the Rey Mysterio return on this, I mean, this made sense where it was, but yeah, the Rey Mysterio coming back, uh, it pains me to give that one the, the two thumbs up, but uh, I'm gonna go.
0: How about New Catch Republic, Adam Pierre, sorry, Nick Aldis, and LA Knight in the back? They're a little talkie talkie before the main event. I gotta do this. <gasps> new
1: Catch Republic's name was said.
0: <laughs> Gosh. Austin Theory and Randy Orton in our main event which ends with stunners and RKO's all around. Um. Yeah.
1: yeah, I could have enjoyed this even longer actually. I was sad that this was given only nine minutes of, of time.
0: I'm happy for Randy Orton's back. This was only given nine minutes of time because Randy Orton matches now I feel like are treats because we're we got I think we get like, we're getting a lot of them, but one of these days, we're just the guy, he's just going to show up and wave at us and say, nope, done with you folks. Like, sorry. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So enjoy your regular matches while you can get them. Enjoy Kevin Owens on commentary. I knew you were going to give that one a double thumbs up because Kevin Owens on commentary was makes this match perfect.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: that He 100% um, made that match what it is. So that's it, folks. We uh, did a quick SmackDown review, but there's lots of other stuff here on Sunday night's main event. You can get a couple of pods a week from Steve Swift, whether it's a rambling review with NXT or Portland Wrestling, whether you're listening to All Elite Geekly or the Raw Dogs over on Monday. The Grants will be back with the Collision Report. You can get The Godfathers of Podcasting. You get live audio wrestling. You get Sunday night's main event, our flagship show, which also airs on TSN. And your bonus podcast of the week, Greg, is going to be the Marathon Review at like 5 o'clock in the morning, Atlantic Standard Time, from Sting's final match at Revolution.
1: Yeah, that one—that one's gonna be a late one, and I will not be up for it. I am not staying awake for that pay-per-view.
0: Oh, I'm gonna watch it at some point, but it will not be live. There's, oh. there. Okay, so, legitimately, do you think? And How we're many matches
1: are it? on that show? Nine. So nine now. How many more can Tony? Khan two, add two on to the that?
0: pre-show. Yeah. That's that's there's a, only one women's match show. on the whole card, so there's going to be one more in on the pre show. Yeah, it's a four hour show, easy four and a half hour show. So, is Sting going to be on by midnight Eastern? Is the match going to start by one o'clock Atlantic or midnight Eastern? No, I don't think so. Wow, so enjoy. Uh, Boris, you guys are doing God's work.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, it uh, was bad. We had to get up uh last Saturday morning. Uh, you guys are going to be staying well into like it might be it, it, it legitimately
0: might be you know the sun coming up on Monday before you guys are gone, except for Andre, who's out in Edmonton. So, for him, if he was, I think he's on the panel for this week. So, if Andre's on the show, it's like eh, it's like two in the afternoon for him. Yeah, this is one of those times where if we had an uh, Australian branch of yeah. the team, that they would be very happy, they'd be like, you know. Do a half day of work, start watching at noon. That'd yeah, that'd be, be great. So, uh, yeah, uh, applications for the Sunday main event team can be sent to Boris, uh, yeah. and he will uh, be looking for people in uh, over there, either in England or preferably in Australia, to do the AEW shows. Yeah. At least the PLEs or the um, PPVs. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying not to make a joke about down yeah. under here. Okay, well, then we will leave you on that and no down under jokes, but check us out for about a buck a week, patreon.com slash SNME radio, and you will get lots of great podcasts and this one. Yeah, I mean, eh, we had a lot of fun today. Are, and I was gonna say, are we a great podcast? Depends who you ask. If you ask Sean Burkhead, no. no. But if
1: you ask, I was going to say, if if you ask Sean Burkhead, boo! Oh, I
0: thought I had you set up so you could hit. No, I just I would rather boo for Sean. Sean Burkhead does not get Sean Burkhead. It would have to pay for sound effects. All right, fair. Okay, now we're done with our silliness. Good night, everybody. We the ones.